Hey guys, it's Ayan. Hey, it's Aja. And I'm Yakle, and welcome to Foreign Lenses. So basically, before we actually start off the discussion points for today, we just wanted to um, take the time just to introduce ourselves more, small, so that you guys can get to know us a little bit more. And um, hopefully you guys can understand why we're doing this little introduction because it will tie in with the discussion of um, today. So I'll start us off. So basically, again, I'll say my name is Yakle. Um, I am 25 and I moved here when I was eight. So I'm currently living in Adelaide, Australia. But before that, I was living in Kakuma. So shout out to all my Kakuma kids out there. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. <laughs> um, I'm a jar. I've been in Australia for 14 years and I was born and raised in Kakuma. Gang, gang. Kakuma, gang, gang. Um, it's Ayan again to introduce myself. Um, I'm born in Kakuma as well. Grew 15. Born and raised. <laughs> um, and I came here when I was eight. Turning nine, I think. Yeah, I came here when I was eight, and then I turned nine a couple of months after. So yeah, so I've been here. I don't know. I don't have time to calculate the years. Yeah, but I've been here for a while. a while. <laughs> so basically, what the reason that I just wanted us to um, touch base about how long we've been here for is because, in a sense, the country that we're currently living in, which is Australia, is a country that we've spent a majority of our lives in. So a lot of the things that are happening here um, in this country and the way we are treated. Um, especially in light of the whole Black Lives Matter movement and all the racism that's going on around the world. I just wanted us to discuss, because technically this is our home. Mm. So I just wanted us to discuss all of this stuff that have been happening and this racism stuff and this Black Lives Matter and how we feel about the whole situation um, because it's our home. Mm. So um, basically, I wanted to start us off by asking you guys this question. Have you, during the however many years you've been here, have you experienced some sort of racism or discrimination because of the color of your skin? <laughs> Indirectly, times. yes. Yeah. But I feel like for me personally, I don't think that I've had a direct... Mm, let me take that back. <laughs> Carefully before you speak. <laughs> no, I have. I have. And I think that when I was younger, it was easier to overlook it. Mm -hmm. And the older I get, the more I notice it. Mm -hmm. It's become like a bigger thing. So yes, I have experienced multiple what, what times. What was the most significant or the most memorable racist experience that you've ever had? If you can think of any. I'll tell you mine. So I remember when I started year eight, I believe. So that's when I um, started catching the bus to to um, school because my school was a little bit further than mm. you know and I used to walk to a bus stop and at this bus stop because there's surrounding schools around mm. there's a lot of kids that are going to different schools so all of us kids were there and then I remember you know those idiots that just drive mm. in their little Ford cars think that they're so cool yeah literally a bunch of them a bunch of white kids literally were in the car and as they were in the car they drove past me mm. And they were like, go back to your country, you N-word. I don't yeah. want to say the word. But basically, mm. I was like, what the hell? Like, I don't know so you. Like, what, like, have you what have I done What to have you achieved now? I'm a 14-year-old. <laughs> I've done nothing to you. I don't know who you yeah. are. And you've literally just gone out there and, and screamed that. that out to yeah. me. And I literally felt so humiliated. 
and everyone that was there, not a single person. Was it just you as one black kid, or was yes, it, yes, oh, just so me just as one black yourself. kid. Oh. So literally, all the kids there and all the adults there, because there were adults as well, like catching the bus because yeah. they have to go to work in the yeah. morning. Not a single person said anything. Like they were literally just like yeah, seen unseen. Nobody said like, "Are you okay?" Like, no one. You sh- that shouldn't have happened to you. They're just like, "Well, you deal with it." Mm. So that's my most significant and experience of it. Experience. It's not the only experience I have had, and it's probably not the worst experience yeah, I've had. Stuck in but it's just what stuck with me, yeah. and what kind of like made me see people differently, small, yeah. small. I think so that's it. Um, for me, I had I've just while you were talking, I had to mm. think deeply. Mm. Um, this hasn't. This wasn't my worst, or wasn't my first. Uh, probably was like in between, but it is my most memorable. Um, you know how we always say. Kids are the most innocent people in the world. Mm-hmm. I remember when I first in year seven. Yeah, and then when I went to hi- year seven, mm-hmm. I went to a high school, which was your school. Mm-hmm. We were, when I went there, I was the first ever black mm-hmm. kid to be in their middle school, mm-hmm. ever. The only other person that was there was one Asian girl, I think, and she was born here, I'm pretty sure. No, she wasn't. She had just started as well. Mm-hmm. And because I was so used to white people, to me, it was just whatever. They all looked, I could see they were all kind of surprised by a black person. Mm. But that wasn't anything abnormal to me. It was just whatever. We went to, I remember there was a time we went to the junior school. And it was during, like, you know, in primary, when you're in year seven, when you go and look after, like, the little receptions, the the body system. system. Yeah. 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 So... I went to the junior school, we were just sitting there, all these little kids came in. Mm. And I've never seen kids so shook in my life. Mm. They literally all shook said about you. About me. I was the conversation of the room. <laughs> and I said that one no. It was the no, but it wasn't just the kids because their parents were there. Mm. What made me feel in that instant, I've mm. never been so insecure about being a black person in a mm. white school until that very moment. Yeah. Mm. I remember we were sitting there and they were trying to write down who is buddying with who. Mm. And mind you, my school, Nyakale can vouch this, mm. was the whitest school in the whole I've mm. ever, ever period, seen in my period, life. Period. Yeah. With me, I'm like, I love kids and I know they're innocent. The kid got up and was like, she's black. Everyone got, literally everybody turned around, including the parents, and they just stared at me for a solid 30 minutes. Yeah. While the teacher, they were just staring at me. And imagine, like, I was sitting there like, what the hell? Why are they all staring at me? So why would... Anyway, <laughs> and this was like the whole class. This, but why around. is like the fact that you're black even a topic of conversation? Exactly, and, and you're continue your edge. You're. I'm just getting pissed off. <laughs> the thing was, why? and then. I, I was so confused like why the hell are they all like the parents because are now they're the feeling awkward because the, the color of black has been yeah why? and the, I that's am black, my so like i just said that i'm like yeah i'm black i and literally said it back to the little kid and then they all started doing this whispers where all the parents are in the background oh and they're oh god and i was just like what the that's when i felt my otherness in that instant i was like what the fuck like so people are it's yeah. a thing. It's a problem for me to be black here. Yeah. In that instant. And it what? wasn't a direct racism where they were like, fucking mm. leave this country or any of that. And I've had many of those. Yeah. But that very moment, I felt like, because it's the parents that are the problem. Like that little kid, boy saying she's black wasn't my issue. Yeah. I know I'm fucking black. I look at myself every day in the mirror mm. and I've accepted that. But they made me, like, if I was any younger than I was, 
I would have felt so. It would have been the worst moment of my life. It could have. Do you think been it's that concept? You know, like you know when you're like you're not even sad, right? And yeah. Someone will be like, "Are you okay?" You're you're sure. Yeah. You, you feel sorry for yourself because they yeah. they put you in this corner where it's like they you should feel bad. Feel like I should feel bad about black. the fact that I'm yeah. black or and the fact that it's been. Um, recognize that you're yeah. black, or bef- the fact that the word black has been said, and that's me. I get emotional even because yeah. when, when you know you're okay, and then they make you feel like you should be a victim. You're like, oh, okay. and then after you end up they feeling bad about it. Whispered like some will be like, are you okay? Or are you alright? What's go? I'm like, what the hell? I that day I didn't want to be there anymore, but we had to be there. But yeah. then afterwards, like my little buddy, she was really nice. She's like, oh, you like that chocolate ad? And then she started singing, and that's I came back rude. to normal. That's rude. <laughs> no, but it is. You know the the Cadbury. Those kids used to always be like, she looks like the girl in the Cadbury chocolate mm-hmm. ad. And I just, I I guess I justified it because they're kids. I blame the parents for the fact that you live in a multicultural country and your children don't know what a black person looks like. Yeah. That's problematic for me. But that's the same thing. Like, it could have been my worst one. Like, I told you guys, that little boy told me, my daddy told me that black people are horrible and they kill people. This is a five-year-old boy that told me at my old workplace. Mm. And then his dad came in. And I just had a stare contest with him, like, yeah. nigga, what the fuck? I know how you feel about me. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to look after your child. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> well, not be careful. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, mm. just leave them with anonymous. I recommend that you move your child from this community. <laughs> if you're that scared of me. You're doing oh. <laughs> Yeah, so I remember when I was working at KFC, I, on my lunch break, I went to... Um, and then this lady came and basically told me to move. Ah, mm-hmm. she came with her little trolley, you know, this little <laughs> trolley that you um chong that you put your shopping in. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, the little the little yeah. bags that we used to use back in the days or our parents yeah. used to use. Yeah, she came with her thing mm-hmm. and she's like you need to get up. I'm like, "Excuse me? I thought it was a joke." She's like, "You need to leave. You can't be sitting here." I usually sit here. And then she started swearing and she's like, oh, you black, you black monkey, this and this. She's like, I just, basically she was saying, I don't remember word for word, but she was basically saying that as, as me, as the white person, mm-hmm. I'm more entitled to sit here than you. So you need to give me this seat. And imagine this is what I am fighting for, for years and years and years. And it's still happening till today that I was being told to get, but because she wanted to sit in that particular seat, anyway, it got heated. She's just like, oh, da, 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 da. She she grabs her thing and hits me with it. <gasps> really? Really? Like, uh, what were, th- were there people around you? The shops next to us, mm. they knew me, you know? Mm. So then they got involved. And then the lady, cause th- before they got involved, because they didn't get that thingy, and then mm. she was just like, she's like, oh, you black this, you black that. I'm like, after she hit me, yeah, yeah, I felt sorry for her because yeah. I was like, she's old. You know, that's a problem with us. We feel sorry for them small, small. Mm. But... When she hit me, I was so pissed. I'm like, nah, bitch, you went too far. I wanted to beat her up. I said, I was so pissed off. Then I pushed her um, her trolley back, mm-hmm. back at her. And then um, the other lady just started yelling across. She's like, leave her alone. The, the lady that so knows it's when, me. So it's when people got physical the, with you, that's when somebody was like, I don't know if they heard. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. But the lady stepped well. in anyway. Because to me, I felt mm. like they were they got involved mm. basically right away. Because everything happened so fast. Mm. And then the lady got involved. And she's just like, oh. What the hell's your problem? This and this, mm. and then she went and because I, I in that moment, because everything happened so fast, it hadn't sunk, sunk in yeah. that this was a racist encounter that I've just experienced. You know mm. what I mean? It didn't sink <laughs> in yet. So I just and then before I even knew it, that lady 
went to my manager mm. I went and told my manager that you know this is what just happened with Ayan um, the lady just this and that guess what mm. my manager calls me aside starts crying before me myself that just experienced that whole thing that I haven't even you know sort of process, process. Yeah. Yeah. you're here crying to me now I should comfort you yeah. Without yeah. even knowing how I really feel about the yeah, situation, white girl. Mm. <laughs> she didn't Her know what to do with Oh my god, Ian, I'm so sorry that you have to go through this, 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 this. She went and spoke to the security. They banned the lady. They, they told the lady to apologize to me. They, they, they did the whole. They really acted and just mm. said, we, "This is not okay." You know, they mm. said, "This is really not okay." Yeah. The security guard then came to me and he asked me what had happened. He's like, "You know, this is what they told me." Um, and this is what I told her. If she wants to continue coming into this place. Mm. She's gonna have to apologize to you, and I'm giving her time where she cannot step foot into here, you know. Mm. And then I was just like, okay. Anyway, this manager, the other, anyhow, and I'm just like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> but from there, that's when I started feeling the emotions because I started. I'm like, wow, like that's. I was treated really bad, you know. Like I didn't just really, because you're black. Yeah, and I, I. That's when it sunk in when she was crying. I wasn't even thinking about her being sad. I was just thinking about how sad I was because mm. I was like, damn, I'm actually really sad about this situation. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, just experience. Yeah, just experience it. But yeah, that was just a very, very weird, the lady, anyway, long story short, she ended up finding me sitting down again, eating. And this time I was ready. I thought she was coming to attack me again, mm. but she came in cause she came in for that purpose to just come and apologize. And she's like, she's like, I'm so sorry. I don't even know what came over me. She's like, I've been coming in to try and find you, but I haven't seen you sitting uh, lately, but I just want to apologize. I'm just like, okay. But do you genuinely feel like she, she apologized the apology? because she nope. wanted to? Or do you think it's because she, she was, was bad? She was wrong. I don't. I, it was not genuine. I yeah. honestly did not feel any single remorse. Remorse, <laughs> nothing. She just did it because the security guy said she had to do it in order for her. And for me, I think it was a slap on the wrist because why would she be give, being given that option? You know what I mean? Like mm. I, I don't know. We can um, go deeper than that. But that I was conversation, like, do you feel like um, your manager? crying was her internalized white guilt where she felt I like that so it much was out of because control. I can't speak on like okay maybe she's purely sad because there really are some people white no but that's why I'm asking like do you feel like it, she had my only she thing felt is, guilty because she because why did she say um you shouldn't have to feel you shouldn't that. have to go through the that but is, she's basically saying it will happen but why didn't she just say I, no, look, really. look at my my thing is i i can't interpret i can't really speak much on yeah, how you she you know maybe she genuinely just felt sad in that moment because yeah. it happens with any of us if someone's talking about for example domestic violence and it really resonates yeah. with me for whatever reason i oh, might damn. start crying mm. but my only thing with that is race is no matter well yeah my only thing with that is regardless of what it is whether it's race whether it's someone's personal experience yeah i think is as as nice as good intentions that you might have because mm. i'm not always bad mm. i think it's really important to not take the attention from the person that's actually feeling the pain thank you that's why i was questioning why she was crying knowing that you may have needed the comfort, the comfort. in that instant why would you have to see be the one comforting the person who did not experience what you experienced. I think experienced. they forget that she a lot. Should have a lot of white people forget that's that. That's why I was saying, they was it, that she, did she feel like her tears will make her an alliance? Like someone that I was... I don't know, but it really like, doesn't. It just doesn't in it my doesn't head. Because you're dismissing the way I feel. And yeah, now she's you're the victim of the situation rather than me. 
She was the victim because now she's like, mm, my employee. Yeah, I'm feeling bad because I'm like, now my manager is crying. No, but what see, in you? your head, you like maybe subconsciously that would have maybe me with me personally subconsciously if she starts crying, she may have been like, oh, it's because now you think that all white people are different because in that instant you could have been like, yeah, well, that's, that's the vibe. That's the vibe. But in getting, that instant though. you'll be like. She was kind of rem- trying to remind you that all white people are different, mm. and I'm on your side. Mm. I'm different. Mm. I'm not like her. Yeah. She's the problem, yeah. and that probably made it instantly made her yeah. action act towards it because she's, she's trying to. <laughs>
well in my head I was just a girl that that they like because I did mm. their meals correctly. Mm. So I've never if there was a white person that didn't prefer me, but they've just never a disclaimer, said just I was because there. of that one experience, yeah. not to say that they were not no, good no, no, people. No, 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 it was that. a horrible yeah. experience the whole time. No, but like my thing is I've never not one mm. time did someone yeah. practically come to me and said, yeah. I don't want you. I want her. But the only time I've ever come to across someone getting that experience was um at most my most recent job you know we're not going to talk about it mm-hmm. um they would always because you know um ethnic people a lot of them will have an accent someone will be like on the phone i don't want to speak to you can i speak to an australian mm-hmm. and they'll constantly abuse them and it got to a point where these other people like didn't know how to communicate with these white people and because sometimes i guess with people that grew up here someone can easily think I'm white over the phone depending on what I'm saying so I'll go and pretend to be white and they'll be like oh you understand what I'm talking about and then I'll go off and let's talk about we'll talk about that white personality (laughs) (laughs) why do we put on a a white tone when we're talking to white people people. I don't get that no and that's what i mean like at my workplace the most times i've experienced direct racism mm-hmm. and towards other people around me but i've never actually had a moment where somebody was like i don't want you because you're black but so, so technically like your experiences haven't like made you feel any type of way towards the society no not any direct extreme where apart from whispers here and there but I what about if you think about like i don't know if this is gonna but if you think about um they, they, they those experiences could affect the way you carry yourself in buses There's oh yeah that's what i'm saying yeah and i want to you want to you know always i don't know about you guys but you want to always appear like you're not trouble you're always you're gonna, not you're, you're not, not um, you're, abusive you're yeah. not dangerous you don't want to think so if you're agitated about something you have you to be very very careful and even with and even with hygiene i don't know about everyone else yeah. but i feel like hygiene you literally because there's this stereotype of like but you'll you know you smell and this and that so i feel like you always have to go the extra mile to maintain an image you know and and that's how those things i don't know if it answers it properly but that's how those things would affect how I sort of that's go about true. my everyday I life around white people, and eat, yeah, exactly. Mm, that's I the thing. Toe. You tiptoe, and that's a, that's the same thing at work because as well. I know that when I, if I and a white person go to the police station based on the exact same mm. thing, I will be prosecuted, and they person. will not be, yeah. and I will be profiled as somebody who's this mm. and that and this, yeah. and they won't be. Yeah. So I know for a fact that what these about things you? affect me. Me, yeah. Do you know I like I. I didn't experience or I didn't feel like um, like an other or like a different person mm. in this society when I was a bit younger mm. but when I first came here I felt that way recently so basically when I was younger I went to primary school mm. with a whole bunch of white kids mm. me and my sister were the only white kids and obviously white kids. I mean <laughs> the only black kids in the entire school you know um, amongst all white kids and then when I moved to high school as well, it was the same situation where I literally had like one other black person, mm. which was her for a little bit. And then I was the only black kid for a bit. So for me, I don't know whether it's because they felt some type of way that they tried to never make me feel any type of way. Mm. Um, and I guess I never caused them any issues. Like I never like argued with any of them. I never really had any problems with any of them mm. like that. That maybe they were like, she seems all right. Let's just not poke or mm. whatever. What about but? No, but then when I obviously started going to places like uh, when I was a kid, I barely did anything. So Mm -hmm. when I started actual like 
going, going out, into yeah. going out going to like the shops and anything like that to just go buy clothes i started noticing the way black people or ethnic people are treated compared to white people you see the little stairs when you're just looking at an outfit yes or like the or little clothes like, or trying to help you or is there something i don't know whether they realize it that they're yeah. really hiding it properly and that they were not feeling some type yeah. of way yeah but you know yeah that you're feeling remember we went to the shops the other day um to cotton on and then we were in the line and she's like, how many outfits do you have? I'm like, I have four outfits. Oh yeah, oh and my god. Goes, Can you believe? Okay, and then she starts counting no, no, no. them as if I'm <laughs> lying to her. And and she like, asked for, and then she goes to, she, she, she's like, four? And she's counting them. She's like, one, two, three, four. Oh yeah, here you go. Goes to the, and then I, I noticed it, yeah. yeah I, 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 noticed I, it. I noticed, I noticed it. And then I was like, okay, let me pay attention and see if she will do the same to the, the, the white girls that were right behind us. She asked the white girl, the white girl's like, three. She's like, okay. Gives her the thing, no question, nothing. And then I was like, Jacqueline, did you realize what just happened? I'm like, what happened? <laughs> what is it? I'm like, this lady literally had to double check that you had three outfits, but she didn't do that for the for the white. Yeah, like, why do they feel like I'm not telling the truth? Or like the little bag checks. You know, um, I when I went and bought the outfit, the the guy, he's a security guy. He was like, how many stuff do you have in your bag? Like, show mm. me your bag. Mm. Because do you have your receipt in there? Like, it's a fucking cotton on bag. Like. Check. Yeah. It's your job to check. Yeah, there's a lot and of then, stories with that one. Exactly. Like yeah. all of these yeah, little situations. Can I where just ask something on top of that? Mm-hmm. Um, because we also have to think about the fact that this is a systematic thing. This is an inbuilt thing because through TV shows, through anything where white people are, are viewing black people, mm. we've always been um presented as inferior mm. where so that's poor, the problem no but that's mm. what i'm trying to get at life we're either poor we're either criminals mm. or in prison and all those stuff so do you think that just to you know for a moment try to at least justify the fact that white people it's not justifiable no hold on justifiable this thing like why white yeah. people cautiously yeah. do these things do you think that it's because in the way they've been bre- uh, bred and the way they've been raised in it's their minds it's a choice they look there's no subconscious to me i think it's a so choice. so if you think the tables were turned and we were taught like let's say back home we were taught that white people were inferior would we treat them in but as, with in, all the movements that are there with all the and success with black people that you see with all the things that we not in Australia there's not that many things they're talking about TV they're seeing we're watching American TV so it's not like we're just watching Australian stuff so I think that I think there's no excuse for it because so there's no just the there's, there's no thing we it would be yes the tables were turned doesn't make it right exactly yeah, but that doesn't make thing. it right. I'm and you can't look at it, it from a different point. Yeah, no, you can look at actual. it from a different They're going based on assumptions, but assumptions are not correct because this is how you're making people feel. But if I'm telling you how you're making people feel, assumptions also come from stereotypes which are are also partial told stories which aren't always untrue. Yeah. And, and that's, that's my point. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but I their get vision, it though. The way, no, but I'm not excusing that. I get behavior. what you're saying. I get what you're saying. What I'm saying is, if we were presented as the inferior ones mm. and we were taught that white people are below us they're financially never gonna meet us they're mm. they're poor they're yeah. from poor places yeah, yeah. they're only with us because this and that and this yeah. abc and white people have like to come to africa and their race and all they know in their mind is that 
this is what white people are and that's all we know we're always gonna look at them down even though we're not taught yeah that so way so you're t- what i'm trying to say is it's engraved in them to look at us a certain way and we all know and that we all know that and that's that why these the conversations are very very we all know needed. obviously that it's something that it's a systematic thing it's everything all of it it's all been engraved in their mind so do you think it's that? possible to change something that's been around for centuries they have to be willing to change because that's how it. are you holding on to oh it's been engraved in me it's been engraved in me nonsense <laughs> It's been it was also you ingrained go. in them that oh my God, men are so more ridiculous. superior than women, and that's changed. So it's just why? so ridiculous because, and I, <laughs> so think, and I think that's why, like, even us, some black people tend because I don't even want to get into that thing yet. But I feel like there's black people that tend to make excuses for Kawajad because you know, saying that it's engraved. I know that's not what you're saying, Aja. But saying that it's engraved in them somehow ends up making them look like the victim again. And it's They're not about you. There are things that are engraved in us too. Yeah, I know. But I'm and saying in this in this discussion, I feel like if we're... Because we, we're the ones that have been oppressed for how long? We've been oppressed for so many, so many, so many, so many, so many years. And if we're telling you now that this is how we feel, this is what we want to change. Now you're telling me, oh, it's been engraved in me. Even though it really has been engraved in you, mm-hmm. don't tell me that because I'm already angry. <laughs> I'm angry from all the shit that we have to go through and now you're telling me it's, I don't give a shit it's been engraved to you you need to change it because I'm telling you I am not happy and again oh, I've said, said it before okay, but I'll but say it again if it was engraved in them that men are more superior than women and we're still fighting for equal rights and change has started no but change <laughs> has started though there's literally feminists you, that are fighting for this change. So I think the same way that those conversations about women being equal yeah. were being had, they are the same conversations we should be having about racism. And you shouldn't excuse mm. the fact that it's been engraved in me or yeah. I've been this way or I've seen a movie this way. Okay, as okay. Excuse, with the tables, uh, speaking on turning tables, mm. I don't even like Do you think? Just, no. yeah, <laughs> you need to think about the fact that there are different sides to how we, and we can't all be like. But we oh, can't speak I'm like, on get, things no, but that we don't this is know. What I'm trying to, what we know. I'm not trying to speak of what we know. I'm trying to say, are there things that we feel like personally Sweet, that angry. are engraved in us about white people from stereotypes? Because in our minds, most of the time, we think <laughs> white people mm. are a certain way. And like a lot of times I've seen on social media what do you where mean they mean by like white people think, are racist. They're all racist. Yeah, yeah those they're all subconscious. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. And that's 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 educating us. Listen, listen, don't say that's not engraved in us that they're racist. They are racist. It's not something that's engraved in us. Don't say that. It's not engraved in us. It's a fact, it's what we've lived. It's what we've seen, but it's not all. But the fact the one that aunt should be telling us and educating us. I think yes, all white. I personally, my personal opinion is white people are racist, whether it's subconscious, them? whether yes, all of them, mm-hmm. whether it's subconscious, whether it's verbal, whether it's just through your side eyeing or your microaggressions. You're, you're not trying to change it, then you're racist. I think that whether it's any of these aspects, white people is it might not be, and sometimes people need to think about the fact that, ra- like them being racist is not like they are racist and they're never gonna understand us the way we want them to mm. that's something we need to accept as well because you can't ask for change from somebody you have to work for it. you have to take change make change what do you mean by that like, because you were saying white people need to 
start treating us a certain way that we want to be treated, right? Yeah, that's you can't not make impossible. people treat you how you want to lead yes, them to you treat can. you. Can't make it's them. not impossible. Are you, you saying that it's not possible for them to learn to treat us the way that we're saying? For example, like little things that they do to us. The, the way that they you profile really you. think they're gonna happen that's gonna happen but it's not difficult it's a choice that they're making not to change it because okay, change for example, you told someone if you've told someone you don't like it's not something, impossible and i hate and the fact that we it, make that it, means you don't want to change yeah and i hate the fact that we make it they seem don't like want to change so why do we think that they want to change so they okay, are so, superior in their minds and they want to keep that superior do you think image they're racist no because but they're superior do you think they're racist they're racist because, because they think they're above us and they I, think I that they're superior and we think that if we really superior. recognize the strength that we have white people will not exist I think yeah, I know that's right. so they know that's what I'm saying and that's, why, and that's why when we say systematic it could you go from the beginning they made sure mm-hmm. that they oppressed us yeah, before but that's we could why even I was saying how do you think why do you think you that can change now it's been gone through conversations though through conversations conversations will not okay, change okay, let's, let's not take from the fact that there are some people white and black that want can change I just make, to happen can I just make a point yeah I just okay now I'm coming off as an angry black woman. I'm not. This is what I'm <laughs> no, saying. I am an angry let, let, black woman. Actually, I am. I am. And I have a reason to be. But mm-hmm. let me just say something, right? When we have these conversations, I feel like there's so much that we need to talk about that I don't have time to be, like, considerate about. Because we don't have to take a second to be like, let's think about the white people that are good. No. Why are we talking about that? What we need to talk about is what, like, highlighting the issues that are going on. You know what I mean? And I feel like there's no space for us to be considerate and if you know you're good, you're good. Why do we have to recognize you? Mm. Let it be. Just be good in your home. Just be good in, in the actions that you take. But why do we need to include you in the conversation as a part of the change and the, the, the uncomfortable conversations that we're having? Let us speak on our experience and try to make a change in that ex- aspect without having to feel guilty about those white people. If you know that you're my friend and you're white and you know you're doing your part, don't hold any grudge, girl. I have it to wait. You continue to do what you're doing. You exactly. know what I mean? Okay. But I don't need I to shout you out for you to know that you're doing a good job. We need to also shine light on the fact that it's the people that make changes, the people that are in the system that we need to yeah. aim our anger. Yeah. It's not the red, exactly, red but civilians yeah, over it's here. Not. It's not. No, but that's the thing. Like, my thing came from regular thing. civilians here. They are racist. But we don't care about their racism. We need to focus on we the system. About the people, because no, because the people in the higher place are the only ones we can make a change through. No, but, but not in people. People. the people in the higher place. They're so the ones that we have to meet. I don't think people in higher positions make change. I think it's a little people exactly. that make the change. Because if you think about it, politics is literally based on the little people mm-hmm. if you can sway the votes of the little people who will they be without change? them exactly who, who, who are the racist line? people voting for these politicians like, no, that's what i'm saying we have to manipulate them the yeah. same way that they're manipulating yeah. these people as well oh, because who, who, who do you think is voting for these people us no but this the is racist the racist people <laughs> are the ones voting for, uh, voting for donald trump we need to think about this coronavirus that. by the way yeah, <laughs> this is the thing though we mm. also like we need to think about the fact that us having these conversations we there have been people before us and people before them and people before them yeah that have been trying to have these same conversations yeah, but conversation just isn't us. it by itself that's what i was saying though i stopped what are the what actions do we need to do to make those changes? Um, first of all, you can start small. You can literally just talk to your white friends as well, like and your white peers and everything like that. If there's a problem that you're having, tell them 
that you're having this problem, especially like if if a racist person does something racist and you just brush it off yeah. and don't say anything about it, they'll continue to do it. But if you're literally like, dude, like stop doing that, I don't like it, it makes me feel this way, and they genuinely want to change that. And that's our small, it. small change that we can do because exactly. I'm telling you, we don't like it when you treat me like this. That's how you learn from here that especially I'm gonna try and make a conscious effort to not do that. For example, and also the way they profile, we, we constantly speak about this the way our young, like your brother, get profiled. We're telling you that this is just a child. Try and look at this as a child. The same Purely way you look and at treat it. Him and like treat him like one. And that's yeah. and that's how, even though we're not physically doing anything, that's what I think is an action that we're taking because where it's been said, like you said, a lot of people have said it. But we're going to continue to say it until something changes. It might not be now. I or think might not that, be thinking, um, but okay, when I was saying higher places, mm. for example, the police, mm -hmm. I think that the only way we can make slight small changes is one, by knowing our rights, mm. understanding the constitution in and mm. out, because there are so many things that we get profiled for, so many things that we get prosecuted for, so many re dumb reasons that our boys especially mm. get put in prison for because they don't know their rights. Exactly. They don't know how to communicate mm. and they don't know how to and even get across do, do their point even in a manner that... No, yeah. Because this is the thing. Because educated people that have been profiled and put in jail, the stories of case, cases of men that were actually like ran. This is my opinion of it. Actually, just continue. I don't want to interrupt you. Continue your point. But I'll, okay. think I'll keep it in the back of my mind. This is the thing. Like, as much as we're in a place where we sometimes feel cornered, hmm. especially in Australia, like a lot of the things we're saying here, hmm may be effective in america in australia we also have to think about the fact that we are a very small percentage but we, we have, have a lot of attention no, <laughs> but, no, but that's, a lot of attention I'm, I'm from the that. we're literally like a dot mm. in that kidding we, 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 like, we have to persuade a lot of people in order for us to make those changes and that means having allies and mm. side people helping us mm. but that change can only start with better communication because the communication better thing communication is, from who? there's been both sides because okay like i was saying before my brother so oh i was selling this man. is the thing one time when the cops stopped my brother behind our house and they literally told him if you drive this car we will lock you up because they had no other reasons mm. he gave them his license he didn't have alcohol in his system he was driving my cousin's car. My cousin was in the car too with her friends. And it was literally just behind our house and they kept on telling him, come to Elizabeth. So drive from Andrew's farm into Elizabeth police station so we can come and have a chat with you. Hmm. And that's what they kept on telling him. And he's like, Why about what? But you exactly. just told me not to drive the fucking yeah. car. No, they said the only place he can drive to is the police station. They even called their so surgeon. There were males. Mm. They even waited for yeah, him. Yeah, like, yeah. you know what they did? <laughs> the park only fled Calm down. They parked the car. You know, <laughs> there's like <laughs> a, there's a little side street near our house. They parked the car there. And I remember I was sleeping and my mom wasn't in, in Adelaide. Mm. And they, they stayed in the car for two hours. They After didn't that move situation. the car. And the cops waited. I had to get out of my house, walk to behind the house, mm. tell mm. my brother to go home. And I sat in the car and I had to drive everybody else home. What do you think was the purpose because of them doing this? They wanted a reason to lock him up. 
So if, they, if, if, if he drives and they told him not to they, drive, they would have been like he did something on the road. And because it's their word against his, they would have caught him. And because he knew that and there was four other people in the car, mm. they wanted a reason so bad they told him if you move this guy. And he sat there for two hours from four till six. As a police four. officer, do you not have anything else he to called do? His surgeon to find to call him from Elizabeth, he called two more backups. And they had cars on each corner waiting for my brother to move this car. And because my phone is usually on mute until 6 a.m., they kept on calling me, calling me, calling me until it got to 6. And then I picked up and I'm like, what's going on? He explained to me, I saw the cops' cars. Like while I was driving my cousin home and her friends with yeah. her car, I told my brother to go inside. There were cars everywhere of cops just sitting around. And they had no reason whatsoever to just start on him mm. and they literally made it so clear that they're gonna lock him up so you were saying communication so how would the communication like, look practically because this, this is, is a part of thing, the conversation though, because now. one it was so good that th there was other people in the cars because i really sincerely think that they would have found a reason to take him in if there wasn't three other girls in the car and <laughs> if there wasn't i feel like with communication i was saying like if you know your rights and you know the constitution and you know that if a police approaches you one you have every right to start recording that conversation they can't tell you not to record but they tell bo our boys feel like they, they can't get away record. with it anyway that's the only yeah thing. they do but remember the news they see an end guy the news guy in america that was he went to arrest. like i feel like no matter your profession as a black person they always like they've they've you know the stories of judges took a lawyer arrest because I could chat regularly and they were profiled and and they they speak up and they that that they, that that they have like, a very oh, high position oh, and they just sorry. feel ashamed. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but that's the thing. Like this, well, maybe they don't. We have no control over what they do. We don't. We have no control of their thoughts. We don't know what they think or what they do and why they do stuff. And we can never know because we're never going to be in their shoes. But. What I know from our side is, if you have something that might get you closer to being able to protect yourself, mm. then do it, which is record, know your rights, be able, because they have those cameras regardless of mm. anything. They have that camera, you have your phone, all of that. Yeah. If the, A cop can't lock you up because you're being a smart ass, but they can if you're being aggressive. Knowing the little slight differences. Lock you up for being a smart as well. No, if you're rightfully doing it and you're just like, look, I know, I know the laws their here, and I know their kids are smart asses. Yeah, to but, them, they, but they have no rights to exactly. They get away with it. They get away with it because when I've seen it with my cousins, you know, it's happened literally when no, we've gone out. They, they know they have not touched them. They try to like sort of wow rile them up so they can get angry. Yeah, they rile but when, them up. But when you don't get riled up, like literally, there's a day that um we went out. All my four, no, five of my cousins, the fifth, four of my cousins, and the fifth one was my brother. All of them ended up being arrested that night. Mind you, only one of them was aggressive, so that one was like, okay, it makes sense because they didn't calm down. <laughs> but literally, everyone else was not. They are afraid of our But boys. why should you be? Because there was one of them, one was like, okay. They're threatened. Why do you think they're they threatened, threatened, threatened by Yeah, by because look, boys. one was like aggressive. They got, got arrested so by like six us. cops or whatever. And then another one was literally he was just come he was trying to record so mm. even with the recording advice you have to be careful because when yeah, you're no. pulling out your phone they think you're pulling out a weapon so you get attacked so literally yeah. my cousin took out his phone to record no because one, because one cousin was on the floor seven cops were on top of him 
literally this is you see his feet just going like this because they were tasering him and imagining us thinking that that like our, something's happening to our cousin he's just like this because all of them were on him and were like let him go like what are you doing you know and he's just crying out he's just like he just hear him scream because they just kept tasering him from all different kind of all of them were just tasering him and then so this one tried to take out the phone took him on the floor arrested him mm. took my brother put pepper spray on his face oh wow and just did the absolute most and it's still i just feel like no matter what they still do that even if you know your rights you try to record you just have to be careful that's the thing it's sad that we always have to have things to follow but then you'll be like okay make sure you announce every move that you do make sure when you're grabbing your license but they're white say, this is what i'm about to announce what they're doing are you white <laughs> we are not that's, that's what we have to realize it's so frustrating it's, we literally need a book of rules to follow to be safe but even if you follow those rules you, even if you there's no guarantee find a way there's no guarantee but at least it makes you feel better that there's some sort of structure to you being safe even nah, though man. it doesn't guarantee you anything. know the truth is i'm scared of white people me no too what anybody says <laughs> yeah. i'm scared of white people and like you, you know when you catch the train this is the thing like i've said before i never had a direct time where somebody has told me get the fuck out of this train go back to your country this and that like verbally mm. like attack me like that but i'm always cautious because i've seen too many movies i've seen too many people go through it mm. i can't like when i sit on the train i have to look at your face what kind of white are you i will mm-hmm. <laughs> i'll be like mm, you know the old ones are racist the young you know big ones are racist everybody's racist just sit next to the little asian lady mm. <laughs> that's it like mm, that's, another story. Mm, that's a different story for a different day <laughs> but good. it's good. really hard and i am scared of being you know i'm not scared because up. i feel like they they um because they, i feel yeah, like i mean when you're when you're fighting physically with somebody like yeah. that you can take it's not that the fact that i can't take they, them on in no, that aspect i just it's literally the fact that they could literally do something to me and manipulate a situation and pay yeah. me out to be the bad guy even if i was sitting and doing nothing yeah. and then my side of the story will never be heard yeah and it's very very terrifying for me because i'm like these people ha- literally have ways of getting away with things they they murdered i know they believed they more literally than murdered a family member of mine and to this day Mm. We don't even know what the fuck has happened. Yeah, how would you know? Because they'll hide anything. They literally hide everything know? and that's what I'm saying like we're scared because they can get away with so the so many things. The system is built for them, not for us. No, the but system is built to fail us. Period. This system is unless somebody like completely destroys I think the constitution then, should be ripped in half. No, this, this is the honest truth. Like, unless and it was completely destroyed. Systematically, we can never win. And systematically, they have been told that they are above us. They know everything. They are them and we just follow. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was trying to get at before saying, like, despite what we do, despite what we say, unless this constitution be changed. And they've been, they took this country from the aboriginals. Has that that has been centuries? There've been people fighting for those that amount of time for decades for Aboriginal rights. That even when they were doing all that, they had the constitution, yeah. but they they had a way of manipulating it. So, for example, yeah. remember with the kind of they'll be like, oh, you're supposed to have a right to your child, steals the kids away. Okay, but you just <laughs> said that you should 
not be, you know, so they because can because the it doesn't matter. It, 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 exactly. Back head, for them. Like we're literally, they can change it whenever. But if you think about it, like they only apply in the nineteen sixties. That's when they literally wrote the anti-racism and anti-discrimination. Yeah, that's very recent. That's very recent. So like back like, until do you mean that, <laughs> exactly. until that day they had this fixation that like black people have no rights whatsoever. What's they wrote a small me? small right, but obviously very recently. Yeah. yeah. So we still have to fight because someone had to fight for that right to be written. Mm. So we still have to. And fight. there will be a lot of conversations like exactly. this. Okay, you know, but for this us is to get thing. to where we are the, now, what frustrates me the most is the fact that one, I'm fully fucking capable. Of everything that a normal regular white person is, and but you're some, black. and them some. Mm-hmm. What the fuck makes someone in their brain, their little brain, tick to a point where they're like, you know, that person, because they're darker than me, because they have more shades of darkness than me. They must be below me. I must be better than them because they're darker. Now yeah, I have to create and- rules to treat. Act towards it's so stupid. Like yeah, this, our mothers do though. Like you know, our mothers don't speak the language. So at least us, okay, it's different. But you know, what makes you think that because I don't speak English, I'm automatically dumb? Mm. It's so Where did you get that from? Because this this woman that you're looking down on because of her color and because she can't speak English, she or whatever, can speak small small English and another language. And another language. What, what do you do? English. English. You barely the dumb one. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, like, you're you're the dumb one. First you of all, you something English at school. <laughs> Like, how? how? I don't get it. And, and then if we were to talk about, like, because that person would be so much better at a lot of things compared to... And then they, that's how they get shocked. They'll be like, wow. Who are you surprised? <laughs> oh, no, like, when you're in the shots, wow, you speak really good, good English. English. Were well, you born I, here? Well, no. Oh, how, oh, they always, they don't care if you say I was born here. They will always say, where are you from? Where are you from? Yeah, <laughs> no, you know, English, where are you from? The amount of times they'll be like, wow, your English really... Oh, someone goes to me the other day at work, right? I think, um, so have you seen much of Australia? <laughs> have you seen much of Australia? <laughs> what about you? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, nah, bruv, I was born here. What about you? They're like, oh, yeah, like, I meant, like, like, what states have you been to? I'm like, my mate, I heard you. What state have you been to? <laughs> Literally. I, I almost got into it with him, and then I thought about it. I'm like, nah, we're not doing this. So not today. Okay, I'm gonna go. Following what you said about like how we are very capable of doing the exact same things that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that the categories <laughs> when it comes to like employment? Yeah. If they cannot, let's just start about getting work. Not even when you get the job, but getting the work. Why do you think we are Regina, Regina, Elizabeth, exactly, exactly. because <laughs> No, you automatically go in the yeah. mobile and then everything now is on video. Yeah. Um, it's not like you have to go to into an office. So I remember doing an interview, and this guy wholeheartedly thought I was white. I swear to God, I had my whole white voice on. It was so that they automatically bring up a white as cool, mm. cool. That's such an interesting name. All this stuff. It was cute. And then we had the video interview. I saw this man. Oh yeah, the face. <laughs> opportunities have been taken away from you because you were black like work opportunities 
and all of that stuff. I've never felt it directly, mm. but I will guess mm. and assume. Mm. <laughs> That's all there was, but I haven't really been said, oh, because you're black, this and that. I haven't really. What about excelling at your at your work? You feel like you at could work. Be in you're, a okay, position. you've got a job. Do you feel like with the skills that you have, or have you noticed with other black people, if you do work with black people, that mm. is, that the skills that they have are the skills that someone else with the job that they're doing and if they have applied for it do you feel like in a sense do you feel like they're recognized for the work that they do compared i think, I think to they are but people? not recognized as easily that's the key mm. thing for me because they do eventually because i have seen people being recognized in the workplaces that i've been in mm. but it takes extra work you know there's extra things that you have to do you have to be more consistent you have mm. to be more out there in order for them to start looking at you differently and start recognizing you, so you have to I've work seen. harder, ten times harder, which is no, um, no, no new news like for any of us. We all know how it is. Well, I have to work ten times harder. I feel like people only get recognized in the workplace mm. because they do also have to take that diversity box. Definitely, that's a part of it. So that's not your skills being recognized then. It is. It's because, just, because, because, because if you're the only black person there, that's if there is a group of different people, others that need to fit into that. If you're the only one, let's say, but they wouldn't recognize you for no reason. If you're in a company and you're the only one person that's black or ethnic or anything right and there was majority white people but you're really good at your work mm. and nobody has recognized it for years but then they started having like because you know workplaces every couple of years they need to look at that diversity mm. section of their workplace mm. they might that when, you? when they think about you yeah like no, I, not, from my experience anyway. not from my experience that they will they'll look at your skills because now they then have to look at the diversity section of no, their workplace i don't i don't think so because i've, I've been in thingy because i feel like people still get recognized like you you have to work harder because i've been in a workplace where um there's one particular black guy that he went above and beyond you know like there's some people are, are different like people like me i'm just sort of like if i'm not passionate about this particular thing I'm not going to waste my 10 times working harder on it just to appear like, you know what I mean? Because I know regardless, you, you have to work 10 times harder, but I'm very selective on what thing I'm working 10 times harder on, mm. because that's a lot of energy that we naturally have to do. You mm. naturally have to do more than a white person. But in this particular workplace, this man worked 10 times as harder. He was really really and there was more other there's other people uh, diverse people as well there was other black people other different people from different uh, cultural backgrounds mm. and he was and i felt like he was recognized for his skills mm. and not because they had to include him but because he had to prove himself to them mm. that he is that he has those skills and he was recognized for it so i get what you're saying in terms of like maybe they just include you at the end because when they include recognizing everyone there has to be at least one black person that they recognize to, to make it look world. like we are including everybody mm. but then but then there's also people that they recognize the actual skills to be fair though i've always had um really good experiences in the workplace where if i'm good at something it's generally recognized so i can never say that oh i and i would never know for a fact that maybe it's because i was the diverse person mm. or i was the otherness mm. but i don't think it was because of that because those they had people in roles that mm. were covering that section of the department or the organization 
but I've always like I feel like a lot of my workplaces and just almost every workplace I've been to mm. except the ones I, I didn't like I've always had some sort of opportunity to excel if I wanted to I was always given an opportunity to shine if I wanted to shine. Yeah, it but just, you feel like you're going to have to work me. harder though for it. Um, I was resent for it. I didn't necessarily, I felt like I was recognized for it because the people in the higher positions saw something in me. Mm-hmm. But to the other white people, yes, I felt like I had to prove myself to them. because Why now, they're worthy of that. Yeah, why I'm worthy of that. Mm-hmm. So it was the after effect for me because mm-hmm. I could see the white people there did not like it. Do you think it's easier to, in a workplace, do you think it's easier for you to excel as a one black person? Or if there's more than one, like if there's multiple black people. Because remember, mm. when we go back to the primary experience, because yeah? you guys were saying the primary and the high school experience, mm. you guys, you were at both at one point, one black kid. Mm. Yeah. In my experience, I had other black kids. Yeah. So obviously we would come more as a threat. That's yeah. what I think. Anyway, mm. we come more as a threat. Whereas if there's one of you in that such situation, they they just they think that they can adopt you into them mm. and it's easier for you to sort of blend in with them. So that's why you guys might have had that experience anyway. Compared to me, I've had literally from primary school all the way through to high school, I've had groups of black people consistently. And which is why we might have not been accepted because they might have just thought like you know they have each other anyway yeah it's harder for us to sway them onto our side or sort of get, let them they forget don't like it yeah they and don't they like that group, so do yeah. you think in a workplace do you think it would be easier to to excel as a black person with other black people there or without black people there? without definitely they make us against against each other. Other. Yeah. they do and yeah. i've realized like they make and that's why i was saying before with the workplaces mm. i've been in there's been other colored people mm. not necessarily black yeah. but there's been other colored people and because they felt like i was the closest thing to white in terms of my speech mm. the way i do stuff to them because also there was an age barrier where these people came here older so they had more of an accent mm. they were more cultured mm. and so forth even though they were in the workplace a lot longer than me mm. i was instantly i caught attention mm. for that i guess for that diversity section of things they were like oh she'll do because mm. they feel like mm. i might be more agreeable than yeah, these yeah. other people yeah. because are more whitewash with that you know are more white to mm. them in their eyes not physically because but these people and you see these colored thing. people they will side eye you they'll be like so they'll act like they're happy for you but now you've been pinned against each other mm. because now they hate you for no reason you just walk around the workplace and everybody's whispering and you don't know why who hates you the black person the, I feel like the black people end up not liking each other when there's yeah, but that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. That's, a, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like the point I'm getting is the other colored people mm. because now you're getting so much attention from these white higher people. They're giving you attention. They feel like they won't look at your skills. They won't look at anything else. They're gonna dislike you because they're like, why does she get it? Mm. Why is she the special one? Mm. And they instantly don't like you. Yeah. And it becomes this big thing. And also with colored people, there's a, this colorism plays a big role. Mm. Like yeah, other colored people, they'll look at you and they'll be like, what the fuck? Like mm. this dark skinned girl, what, what makes her better than me? Mm. 
I guess you've kind of addressed the next point that I was going to make, but do you think like racism and any um, discrimination against you because you are of the color of your skin, do, do you think for us black people it has had an impact on how we react towards one another? Yeah. Good or bad? We're always trying to outshine each other. I feel like in a sense though, for me, it's kind of like good and bad. For example, yeah, yeah, at work, I feel like because of where, like where I'm at now compared to where I was before, having another black person with me Mm. is comforting for me. Yeah. So whatever I go through, I don't have to go through alone. And I can literally talk to that person, oh my God, like, can you imagine, like, I feel this way because I did da 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 and they'll understand, like, they'll get it. Whereas when I was younger, because I was spending a majority of my time with white people, I was, I didn't have anyone to talk to. Or if I did have someone to talk about it, they just wouldn't understand. Yeah. I think So I feel point. like it could... It could be a positive thing, but it also creates a lot of like competition, like you just yeah. mentioned before. Mm. Where like in the workplace, in professional places, they they pin you against each other. There can only be one person succeeding. Yeah, yeah. And then we have this thing where we have to compete, even if you don't want to, and you really you genuinely like that's my friend. That's There's my always hobby. one person out of the two mm. that's going to create the competition. Mm. Yeah. So even if you genuinely walk in and be like, oh, I'm excited to just be with a black person, the other one will be stand off and be like. When you try to make eye contact, they walk straight. Exactly. We can be happy together. Yeah. I'm like, we can literally stick together because there's not enough of us. Why are you avoiding me? Outshine. Yeah, it's so weird. The older I get, the more I notice it. Yeah, and now every workplace I go into, when I see other work, black people, mm. you can see that most of them are trying so hard to impress the white people that they mm. will try to constantly, even if they don't know something, they'll act like they know it mm. because they but want that's to what we need to change. So though. That's what we like, need to change. Because why can't we just be friends? Issues with that. And us having a lot of competitions when it comes to like succeeding in a certain area. But I feel like in a community setting, like let's say for example, like sometimes you ever like walk down Rondo Mall, you know, Rondo Mall. Mm-hmm. We have a little black wave. person. Yeah, the little like black wave. Like, hey sis, like no. I know you. Hey bro, like I acknowledge you. Like Smart. you exist. Yeah. You are here. I am in, here. With as a community, together. we acknowledge each other. But when it comes to like having interactions with white people, especially professional mm-hmm. interactions because of the what they've the competition that they've kind of created mm. for the rest of us that's already pre-written yeah. for you yeah you can't we all fall into that because at the end of the day you want to make your bread you want to succeed yeah what and you can't really blame us and that's for doing that in a way you can't you really can't because you really because <laughs> this is a war we've been fighting for exactly. how long <laughs> Why now they're presenting me this big amount? Am I gonna choose? To <laughs> I don't want to be I oh, my sis, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I will. But, but, but I'm like, make change for us. Yeah. I'm, a Let me make it first. I'm a sellout. I will sell out real quick. So sorry. that's the problem. I'll be like, oh, sis, you is level. No, I can't make so a change from there. So let me go in first. Exactly. Then you know, but you do know that we play into but that whiteness. We, we do. do. We do. do. But I was talking to my younger siblings. Remember, I told you before this episode, I just wanted to talk to them a bit more and see yeah. where their heads are at with this kind of thing, you know. Mm. And my siblings were basically saying because they they were born here and then came here when they were two or whatever, or when they were really young, and they were saying that like <clears throat> because even though all they know is just this the, mm. the Western culture and stuff like that, 
and then there was because i was like why do you where do you think you belong yeah you know mm-hmm. these are the questions that i asked i'm like where do you think you belong as a, as a kid that was born here was a kid that came here as like two years old or really whatever w- if someone was to ask you what is your identity what would it be and they said south Sudanese is their identity and that's the person that they claim and we're like and i was like okay but if you were to stand with a white kid as as, as someone that's you know was born here whatever do you think you would be considered as a white kid or a Sudanese kid? They said Sudanese. And then I was like, okay, why why do you um why do you feel like you, you like why do you claim being South Sudanese when really a lot of things that you've been exposed to is more white? Why? Mm-hmm. And, and they you said, were born here for for some And it's so sad and and my little brother one of my little brothers was like you're not accepted. Mm-hmm. Wow. So by default your what choice do you have by to go back to your birthright, which is even though you don't know anything about it, you have to say you're South Sudanese because then that's where we go back to. But where are you really from? Mm, yeah. And you have to think. You have to think of an answer for that. Your yeah. Because because even though they don't really, I'm a citizen of yeah. this country. Oh, yeah. 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 Why can't I claim it now? Why can't I claim it now? Claim it. Are you sure? Yeah. Like, are you sure there's nothing? No, no. But I mean, like, where were you born? I was born here. But where are your parents from? <laughs> Why does that matter? I'm sure your parents came from Europe. Did I ask you for that? <laughs> your grandfather was from. Let it go. Is it my business? But but my little sister was basically saying because I'm going back mm. to the point that you were saying how it's mm. created because that racism Problems or whatever that, yeah. has created no the positive side of the community mm. feeling. And my little sister was saying that I naturally, even though like she's like I don't now that I naturally um, gravitate to black people. And she said, when we go to places, because of the shared experience, because they don't know the difference whether I'm South Sudanese, West Africa, and this and that, they treat all of us the same. And she said, because of the common experiences that we go through, being followed around in shops, mm. I naturally gravitate and feel safer with black people regardless of where they're from and that's the positive thing and that's the that's the positive part i guess and that's the truth that's why i stopped going out with my white friends bro like this is the thing when you go to a white or all white environment you never realize how white australia is until you go to a white club and you have never put myself in that situation like when you head to the door you go into the door instantly eyes out on you if you're I the first black that. person in there they'll be wondering in their minds you can see through their eyes they're wondering about you mm-hmm. and you know white people no offense to anybody white people can be creepy as fuck <laughs> like ooh, <laughs> i don't feel <laughs> safe cannot protect me because in their minds it's justifiable what that white person is doing not necessarily they, yeah but sometimes like the white person can quickly stare it. at you it's just i feel like i don't feel protected though i don't feel but protected you are not when i'm with my white friends but then with a black person even though you don't know them but they can there's a white person who's not even a serial killer i feel more safe with a black too well Like you have a friendly face. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like do you but think that maybe for that's what white people experience to them? They feel scared. Like, have you ever like seen a white old lady? You're sitting on a bus and they don't want to. Nobody wants. They don't want to sit next to you because you're black. You can see in their eyes. They just. I mean, you look at that. They keep sitting next to you and they're just like. And then they're all they're all the bedsider. Like 
Yeah. I don't want to be not here. It's instantly. It's. I feel like we all have it where someone's looking at you and you know you just maybe it's just because as black people maybe subconsciously we know they might have been through what you've been through before. Even white black people that hang out with white people, when you go to a white club and you see another black person, you look at them from across the room like that's my people. But on a on a serious note, back to the fact that they pin us against each other, yeah, and, mm. and I think that's something we we're talking about last Scary. time. Mm. Um, it, it's it's really it really like. It's crazy to think about it because if you look at it, that say modeling for example, there's mm. so many. Oh, you can yeah. see so many white models, but many. they'll they'll make sure that the five girls, these ones, the black yeah. girls will fight for a small small position. Like literally, there will be two or three in that entire show. Yeah. There'll be like five or whatever. The percentage will be like two percent compared to like the rest of the thing. One, one black girl, and that's it. And they'll make a clear. You know? and, and, like, and, and that's why. And that's why those girls now feel like girls. they have to compete for that one position. You know what I mean? And and I think it's another whole point of Naomi Campbell and Tyra Banks whole fight, anyways. Yeah, because there had to be one. And who says that there has to be one? Is them that say that? But in realistically speaking, that doesn't have to be one. Your shape is the same. You're wearing the same outfit automatically. If but why do they not do that? If it's not racism, they want. If it's not racism, how come? There can be two models. Hey, they're best friends. Mm. But if it's two girls, there's an automatically a narrative that there can only be one position for one of them. Like, mm. and how are you gonna tell me that the the system is not racist? Tell it's me that racist. Because how do when you how do you not? Why? What's the difference? Because I get we're with the minority and stuff like that. But what I really want to change is that I want all because I think that's this is the practical part of what we can do i feel like as black people we need and i think i'm seeing more after the black Lives women this year there's been mm. more people advertising black black owned businesses and i'm seeing more of a pride around black owned businesses and supporting each other mm. and i think we really need to create environments and jobs for us mm. to know that there's unlimited positions for us mm. so then we don't always have to compete you know what i mean i know this is very wicked but I want there to be a point. Maybe I don't mind because of this. Just say it now. But I want there to be a point where a white girl or a white man is now feeling like there's a limited position for them. Mm-hmm. Because that why is it that we're always thinking? Little, well, like, yeah, but some people might think it. But that's what I really I want that. Because why but is it honestly, that we're always thinking? Because really be like, oh fucking shit. Because there's so all there this is what unlimited. Go through. Yeah, Anything. but this is what I was saying earlier. A white person will never, ever, ever, <laughs> ever know. Or experience, or yeah. understand to a full extent what we go through. Mm. So how, how we are treated, forward? how yeah. systematically well, things are set up for us. They're always going to try to justify things, and that's why earlier I was saying it's ingrained in them, and they will always up. justify the system because yeah. the system works for them. Mm. Why would you change something that works for you? And that's the thing. You? The honest truth is, and that's why I was saying before, but they act like they they don't know the white conversation with them we can try this and that don't know the privilege. The, why would they yeah. fight with us for us knowing that the system will now turn around so like yeah, and not you, affect them how do we move forward based on this conversation hmm. of yours how do you think we move forward if I not don't with them we move we go back home we create a better home and we <laughs> them what we're teaching them i want to take up this is a thing just This is hard. Like this is something that I can never be like, oh, we need to do this because everything we're going to want to do has been done. 
When I'm I think, special. No, but I just think like the point that, that I mean we can't the do it again. How will it be effective though? How can we twist it and make it more effective? But the point that she made about like having black owned businesses, mm. having black marketing agencies, in that. having what what other professions, having like black soccer, doctors, soccer, soccer team, team football. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that black businesses that exist tend to um go towards the higher white people yeah but that's but what it's the that they have engraved in us <laughs> that we shall erase that yeah, and we by, shall change and it and also as well by having these you don't conversations trust black people because of what they've done yeah you, by having what these conversations done, what black people have done. yeah no but you see that means that even us black people we treat our people the same way white people treat but us that's so right. how you that us? white people that how can we expect have the expectation of white people treating us and understanding us or treating us a certain way when our own people our own when, when you've been brainwashed so many oppressed. times and oppressed it makes sense why you do that but if we start having these so conversations why do we not so you realize that's what we're talking about yeah but we need to have these conversations with us yeah that's what our i mean people. like by having because yeah, we're going to the white so we can go as uh, Okay, United realistically front. speaking, like, how many okay. white people do you really think are going to listen to this our podcast? This is us talking about us it. talking to our talking people yes. so that they then the white whole support, each other. support each other. Black owned modeling agencies, your cousin has one, Rin Models as yeah. well. If you're a black model, go there. I love that. That's yeah. like vibes. These little things that are happening, these are the things that should be shouted out. And, and these are the, the things for the future for the young ones as well. These are things we should bring light okay, to guys. These. I want to ask though, how do you feel? How can we create mm. a balanced society where, without there's no us and there's no them, where we can w- black people do their things, white people do their things, and we can um, somehow live like live in unity and agreement of things? Like, how can we have a stable? How do you imagine in your head when there's you no think unity. stability? How can we, how would do you think that we'll get to the point of having a balanced society where we can um what is it called live amongst mean, each other like no superior. without that yeah that's what I mean like, like not a balance not having it, any of that by picking ourselves picking up ourselves how can celebrating because in this world that we live in some of us do have white friends as well mm-hmm. and some of us do have um black friends mm-hmm. so by supporting one another and uplifting one another exactly so you've got your black um peers and everything like that whatever ventures they're doing support them because they do need the support Mm. and your white friends shouldn't feel threatened by the fact that we are supporting these they should be supporting as well and in turn it's the same thing so by living by example literally you can make changes and because you're asking whether what they would look like as a society to have a balanced thing or if we think that's the case I don't see, in my vision or anything mm. like that. I don't see that happening. Anytime and I soon think the first happen. anytime, anytime soon, soon. I think the first thing is to work on ourselves. Getting ourselves work. On, it's like you know the work oxygen on ourselves mask. as African Australians or Africans as a whole or black people. Black as people as a united front. Black people all together, and if it means that you have your own small small communities that you are supporting, I don't care. As long as you're supporting, you're bringing up the black owned businesses. That's fine. But I think I don't think we can have a. Com- I personally can't have a conversation around what a balanced society would look like without actually. There's a lot of things to work through before we can even be a balanced. Power before we can even world. imagine, yeah. Before we can even imagine a balanced society. So I literally just think like it's like the oxygen mask thing. Like you have to put on your oxygen mask before you put someone else's oxygen mask. Um, and I'm on planes and everything like that. So as black people, we help we help ourselves. 
and that in turn once we've set paved the way for us we can pave the way for other people as well so if we help ourselves organize our own little things support each other and get up there because obviously like we think about it there's not a lot of opportunities create opportunities for ourselves Mm-hmm. Then that means we wouldn't be going to them if we don't if they don't accept us. There's opportunities there and create an equal balance and then hopefully that could, you know, help us see an equal society. But at the moment it's not very equal at all. We're down here, they're up there, but we're trying to get up here as well. So we focus on getting up here and then once we're here then we talk about how we can coexist up here together. Yeah. But okay, uh, like the thing is we also need to understand the fact that we came into this country specifically or mm. i guess the western world that includes america and europe we came into the west under the white umbrella yeah we're now expecting the white umbrella the, the speaker okay we now expect the white umbrella mm. to open wider for mm. us who came in for them we need to understand that that we open our own umbrellas yeah that's what i'm trying to mm. say like why would we expect someone else's umbrella to cover us mm-hmm. when they already had it for them mm-hmm. and their brother? Mm-hmm. Why would we have expectations of them treating us a certain way when we are not a part of them? Yeah. We've always been different. We've never been them. We're only here because certain circumstances mm-hmm. that might have been influenced by them. Yeah. But that's a different case and that's a different story. Where we are right now and where we're trying to get to I personally think that we should stop trying to get white people to yeah do anything. Period. If if they want to be racist, stay racist over there. If they want to be what it doesn't matter. Stop yeah. trying to get them to make us include us. We don't want inclusion. Just we want ourselves. to shine our own yeah, light definitely. and they shine their own light and then they shine together. Yeah. If we never going to come together and I like think that's the misconception a lot of and that's people the have. problem like if you want like change you their want this said that you don't see a balanced society maybe there isn't supposed to be a balanced society maybe we came here because if we think about especially australia's past there are black people here and nobody talks about the black people here but maybe us black people and these black people maybe we can create a society that's noticeable at the moment we look at the west one way why do we need to get them to accept us. They don't have to accept us and that's the problem. We seem to want their acceptance so bad that it goes and bounces back each time we try. Every time we try to fight forward to try to get them mm. to accept us and take us in. What is the purpose of that? Yeah, I guess it's we're not all in, in agreement with what we are saying there. That's why we we build ourselves mm. up. There's again power struggle. They're here, we're here. Let's work on us. By here. the way, stay Create woke. Don't don't get caught up in trying to change the thing because that's taking time and Focus energy on, out of us being uplifted. So no, but that's dream. why I was like slightly mm. disagreeing to what you guys said before trying to educate them because w- there's been time no, and time and time to educate them. No, you we're no longer trying that. I'm I don't want to educate. No, that's not what that's not what I was saying. Okay, no. Earlier at the start, no, like when, when we were saying what I'm genuinely what I meant about that point because I yeah. know the point you're talking to talking about. When I'm telling you that I don't like this, you need to stop it. Oh, okay, that's so what I'm saying. But I'm not going to. Someone genuinely yeah. cares about you, and you've told Take them. It. Let's say yeah. not, not even a racist standpoint, but let's literally talk about just friendly. Yeah. Yeah. If somebody tells you I don't like this, but I'm not, if you care as a friend, you will you stop. stop. Yeah. So if it's a white person that is your treating friend you a and is treating you a certain way, that's what I'm saying. Tell them I don't like this. But we're not going to hold seminars and be like we must educate them. No, you need to educate yourself. That's the problem right now. 
a lot of people, a lot of black people try so hard to educate white people. No. It's like, why? The conversation is for us. That's how they're distracting the you from the real change. destruction because we it could is. be doing so much for ourselves. If you have an idea and you want something to better us, we need to think about the fact that there's a generation coming mm -hmm. after us and we have to teach mm -hmm. them certain things at a certain time, yes. in certain to a certain degree. Yeah. Like, it's not necessarily saying we have to Africanize them or we have to this and that like because this is their home too and we have to create a safe space for them where they don't have to feel like they have to be accepted by white people mm. because they don't need to be accepted and we're constantly fighting for accepting and mm. then our own people turn their asses on us and talk about you're whitewashed yeah you're this mm -hmm. because acceptance means generally to start acting like them that's when they accept you because yeah. they'll be like oh she's got she you're different you're not like other black people is when yeah. you act like them and you start looking down on other black people with them alongside yeah. them that yeah. it's a big problem and we never think about that because that's the problem with the black community though all of us are constantly like a lot of us are constantly so busy and so distracted trying to impress white people or trying to get them to bring us in that we forget that we can just create our own path yeah you don't always have to take that direction we can take left yeah and that's basically like what the discussion of today is it's not necessarily to educate white people it's to educate ourselves and to start having these conversations at home and that home is us as black people mm -hmm. start supporting black owned businesses start having the conversations within your community about how you're going to make a change right. um, for the black people let's get ourselves out there and create more opportunities for us so that we don't have to fight against each other and also fight for our rights with other people we've created our own rights and in saying that i just kind of like wanted to end end the podcast with a little quote um by rosa parks everybody knows little miss rosa park queen 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 so basically to bring about change you must not be afraid to take the first step you will fail when you fail to try so start making change start keep that in mind yeah right. keep that in mind start making change <laughs> and don't beg others for acceptance be who you are period so thank you, thank you for listening to the podcast if you enjoyed again um let us know if there's anything you want to add let us know on our instagram page direct message us comment on the feeds and everything like that so thank you so much <laughs>